you might remember learning in junior high school or maybe high school that many of our founding fathers were deists rather than Christians. I don't remember learning this in school because I grew up in Texas where, as far as I can remember, the history curriculum was just eight years of Texas history, a little bit of American thrown in at the end. I have really only a very vague sense of what happened in the United States before Texas joined the Union. <laughs> Probably nothing important, but I do remember the deists. This was a group during the Age of Reason that understood God as the creator who had designed the universe and its laws, set, set the mechanism in motion, and then stood back and allowed it to work in the same way that an old-fashioned watchmaker would wind a watch and let it go. For a deist, it makes no sense to speak of God comforting or sustaining us. It doesn't make sense to talk about God answering prayer or protecting us or testing us. Because the world runs by itself according to the laws of nature established by God. God doesn't interfere. And I think most of us live our lives as functional deists. I know I do. We don't really expect God to act, to intervene in our lives in any meaningful way. And that way of thinking makes sense. We see the world around us working according to the laws of nature. It rains not because God sends clouds, but because of complex but understandable weather patterns. We get sick because God, somebody sneezed on us, not because God sent illness. These events aren't due to divine intervention. We don't need God to explain why most things happen. We might bring up the divine when we talk about the great mysteries of life and death, but most often we think of God as a sort of heavenly observer who mostly keeps his hands off the controls. God doesn't get his hands dirty with the details of human life. For all intents and purposes, we often think like deists. And this makes Easter a problem for us. Because Easter can't be explained by the laws of nature. Easter is an act of God. God's definitive intervention in the world. If we consider non-Christian sources only and ignore the gospel account, here is what we know about the resurrection. A Jew named Jesus from Nazareth was crucified by the Romans and soon after his death, his followers began to claim that God had raised him to life again from the dead. That's the historical record. Now, we don't know what happened three days after Jesus was crucified, but we do know that it changed Jesus' disciples, his followers, forever. That something real happened on Easter. That it transformed those who experienced it. Today's gospel story tells us that Jesus showed up in the room where the disciples were sitting, that he showed him his scars, ate with them, explained who he was and what he was doing. 
And we can quibble all day about precisely what form the resurrected Jesus took, but somehow the experience of seeing him changed everyone in the room. And in the resurrection, God intervened in human history, contravened the laws of nature, and the world was different because of it. And if God did that, if God sort of broke all the rules and acted, if God reached into human history to save us, then maybe the deists are wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe God is more active in human life than we give God credit for. Of course, that assumption, the idea that God steps into our world is very problematic. How do we make sense of the times when God doesn't seem to intervene or offer guidance? We can think of those times in our own lives probably and certainly in the life of the world. And how do we know that God is at work? And things are happening not just by chance or because of human choice. After all, the deists have very good reason to believe what they believe. But what if they're wrong? Not saying that God controls coin tosses or gives and takes away parking spaces. And I'm certainly not saying that God is responsible for human suffering. But what if those first disciples were right and that God participates meaningfully in human life? To me, that's one of the central messages of Easter. The resurrected Jesus promises that when he leaves, even though Jesus of Nazareth will no longer walk on earth, he will be just as present as he ever was, alive in our hearts through the power of the Spirit. And in that presence, through the Holy Spirit, God's intervention in our lives is real. It tends, I think, to be subtle rather than dramatic. I think ten, God tends to work slowly and gradually rather than spectacularly intervening and fixing everything. He tends to change our attitudes and renew our strength rather than changing the events around us. We probably don't notice God's work most of the time. But the promise of Jesus is that God is with us, that God is intimately involved in our lives, not standing back to observe or to judge, but participating, molding, transforming. And often we don't see it. We don't expect it or make room for it. When we are confronted with difficult situations, we think that the only possibilities are the possibilities that we can imagine. We think that the only forces at work are the ones that we can see. But what if that isn't true? What if God is really with us, in us? What if God is really at work in the situation, creating new possibilities, changing perspectives? What if there's hope and promise that we can't see because God is real and God acts? What if we're the answer to someone else's prayer? So many times in our lives, we worry and we stress and we feel unable to imagine a way forward. We picture ourselves dealing with the same frustrating, intractable issues 10 years from now and we despair. But isn't this assuming that God won't act, that God won't help us to grow, 
that God won't help us to see new possibilities, that God won't bring people into our lives that bring new horizons. When we face problems in life, we often think like deists. We think God is largely absent and uninterested, and we have to figure everything out ourselves. We forget that God is with us. This isn't an excuse to be passive or to avoid responsibility, quite the opposite. If God is alive and at work in the world, then we need to be available to be instruments of that work on behalf of others. But we can expect and we can pray for and we can hope for and look for God's help. We can expect to be changed, maybe more slowly than we'd like. We can expect to be comforted, strengthened. God usually doesn't fix everything, but we can trust still that God is at work. Christ is risen and God is with us. Thanks be to God. Amen.